Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, true crime fans, have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Each week, us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic. Past episodes include necrophilia, cults, crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. 
This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour, and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. This podcast is Question. sponsored by Pseudocrime. <laughs> you literate whore. Yeah! <laughs> oh, shocking. The woman no. that was in charge didn't get any credit? Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to go on clickbait about this, but what happened next will amaze you. Um, just for the record, we've all very much done Iron End of the Bargain. We are fucking hammered. Uh, no complaint. Thank you very much. Well, uh, you still can, but we'll be too drunk to listen. Um, I would like to introduce a fucking fabulous guest, Woo. Megan Prescott. Clap for myself. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, wait. I didn't even do it. (laughs) Actress and writer, Megan Prescott. Thank you, thank you. This all works. Shall I do that again? No, 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 it's much better, much better, much better entertainment. Okay. Don't box us in anyway. Okay, so but she is an actress and writer. Yeah, but we're general legend. It's all in us. General legend. Okay, actress, writer, general legend, Mm -hmm. Megan Prescott. Hi, hi guys, hi, 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 hi. We very excited, very happy to be here. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the fold. Please, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Now, I, I, I have not ever been the victim of a serious crime, thank goodness. Okay, okay. But I know that you ask everybody this question, so, and I wanted to say like street harassment, but obviously yeah. a lot of the time people don't think that's a crime, so I did some research. No, it is, it is a crime. It, it is, is a crime, crime. under... The Equality Act of 2010. Ooh. Okay. Street harassment is a form of unlawful discrimination under the Equality Act of 2010. The law says it's sexual harassment if the behaviour is either meant to or has the effect of violating you, your dignity, or creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating, or offensive environment. Girl, can I tell you what I loved about that? I love that what Megan did here for the for the listeners at home is that yes. she's got a, a leather <laughs> bum bag or we have a lot of listeners in America a yeah. fanny pack. She's got a fancy. Very much in the style of I was just saying The Rock, you know? When yeah. that picture yeah. came out of him years ago he was wearing a turtleneck and a fanny pack. That's my day-to-day look. <laughs> well, that is the look. Like, I've, got a, I've got a turtleneck in my bag like, just in case. But yeah, so she whipped her phone out of this fanny pack and that's where she got the information from and I've got to say that was it was cool I know I know, I know. because I was ready for people to think listeners of course I know you know it's a crime but I was just I think a lot of women feel like it's not a crime and it, or it's too small a crime no, but it is a crime you know what I absolutely love that you've brought that yes. law to everyone's attention because for fuck's sake it's a fucking it's a, crime yeah. so literally on my way here I yeah. mentioned I did a nice walk today from Finsbury Park to here five Lovely. miles just a casual how nice. many times you were Costed. Uh, well, well, only once. No, okay. well, once significantly. I had beeps and shouts <gasps> and whatever because, of course, wow. it, I was sweaty and therefore I, I took my jacket off. And of, as you know, oh, if that's you take your jacket off, for it. yeah, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, they can't help themselves. Uh, so, <laughs> so one of the men near Hampstead 
I passed him. He was just sitting down on a bench huh. and um, I walked past. I had over the head headphones on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Purposely Very visible. Listening to mm. some some vintage drunk women. Thank you. Oh. And he ran after me down <gasps> the street. Oh, wow. Ooh, and I was like, creepy. excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And nowadays oh. I make a big deal of taking mm. off my headphones. Yeah, so that, I, that if it's nothing that he has to say, he feels really stupid. Yes. Right? So I like Ooh. took off my headphone and I was like, yes. <laughs> and he said, um, where are you from? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I I don't I just don't get it. Like just be better. Yeah. Just have something better to say. Yeah. And I was like, why? Yeah. Why? And he was like, I just want to get to know you. And I was like, oh. why? Oh, no. Why? I'm a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, Well, it's nice if someone comes up to you and asks if, oh. if, if and I was like, I mean, it's no, it you isn't. and like no I don't I really no I don't get it yeah. and the thing is yes like as a woman of general privilege it seems quite petty to say no, I don't like men it's shouting not, because, it's not. but my issue is with the thought behind yes. that yes. shout yeah. because the thought from behind that if you look at it on the surface it's just someone shouting you from their car like fuck off whatever yeah. right? but the thought behind it is that that you can't just walk down the street without being yeah. reminded. And that your time that is not as valuable. Yeah. yeah. And even when people say, oh, I just, if you ignore them, you're losing something because it's like, well, what if I've dropped something and I ignore someone that's yeah. like, hey, wait, wait, you've dropped something. You can't win. Exactly. So I spoke to my brother and I was like, what would you do uh-huh. as a man if someone shouted at you and was like, oi, oi. Fucking, right? yeah. You would ta- he said, oh, I, would ta- I would think I dropped something, that yeah. they needed my attention. Because or it doesn't happen every five minutes to him. So he, 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 say, I, he said, I would turn around and I would be like, what's, the what's up? Like, yeah. not even like hostile, just what's right. up so now I do that so if someone if a okay. builder shouts at me from a building site and they're like oh yeah like whatever I'm like um hi oh you called me right <laughs> and they're like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know if you know this but men not as loyal as women like women will not drop their friends in shit but men will turn around and laugh at their friend yeah. if he gets humiliated ah. so when you say like oh like what oh you didn't have anything to say and then they're like oh, I was just just saying hello mm. then you're like oh okay oh okay nothing else to say yeah. okay I'm uh, gonna move on and then their friends burst out laughing yeah. and it's really great I love that the all you That's have to do is call good. them on yeah, no, well, just yeah. there are the, you deserve to be treated like a human being if someone shouts to get my attention I will be like what do you need me for? <laughs> when they don't need, they have fuck all that they need me for. Yeah. That's stupid. I love yeah. that in, um, Kimmy Schmidt. Have you watched Kimmy Schmidt? And there's that bit where he, the builder sort of says, like them blue jeans. Yes. And she says, and I like your yellow hat. <laughs> <laughs> and she means it as well because she's so innocent. But And yeah. he's like, I don't know why I do it. I don't know why I say this yeah, thing yeah. somewhere. It is, it is just something that sometimes if you reiterate what's happening. Yeah. Not, not angrily because I, I used to get angry and I was like, I don't want to waste my energy mm. but if you reiterate what's happening just sometimes by saying like on the tube oh I see your hand is on my leg like that's that's all you need to say <gasps> and then they're like they almost realise what that would sound like in a police report and then they Ooh. stop instantly oh, yes mm-hmm. the factual yeah, science don't get angry just reiterate what's happening to them and how it would sound in a police unemotional. report unemotional look at your yeah. hand it's don't on my waste leg. your energy yeah. but do you are a human and you're allowed to react yeah. if they ask for a reaction mm. but you can just be like 
what's up? Yeah. And when they have yeah. fuck, what you say? It's very funny. Yeah. That is funny. Mm. I love that. That's actually I very good. I call it verbal castration. It's really funny. <laughs> <great. laughs> God, wow. <laughs> it is fantastic. That's and also, can we good. just reiterate that this happened on the fucking way On the way here, yeah. Tonight. I literally was like, thinking, I'm yeah. going to talk to them about street harassment. Yeah. And then, obviously, this man knew that Lucky. I needed wow. an example fresh in my mind. Yeah. So he gave me one. It's wow. so funny, because normally, like, what, you know, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Have you ever been the victim of a crime? On your way here yeah. <laughs> to meet us. Maybe we should open with And that. also, most right. women... Uh, well, uh, maybe men too, but, uh, you know, most women have been the victim of that crime. But it's so common that people are just like, oh, well, that doesn't count. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. it yeah. does fucking count. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's just so used true. to it, which is even worse. We yeah. minimise it and it's a fucking crime. Yeah. As you very rightly pointed out, with yeah. your statistical, factual... I'm so drunk, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you apologise when you're actually being quite articulate. No, I think it's great. Continue. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, Megan Prescott. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, this other thing we do is we say if you had the perpetrator, Uh, what would you say mm. or do to them? I also thought about this because I I know the podcast. And I I was like, well, I always tell them there and then. Such a good answer. So obviously obviously you have to do it safely. Sure. But um but Often, for example, I was in Soho one time and this van with the company name on it <laughs> beeped at me and like, well, it's not great for a podcast, but they were doing like this, like, like oh, she's doing the, the, the universal sign dick for no job. Yeah. Oh, dick in the mouth. Dick in the dick in the mouth. Sorry, do you guys Just call it no job? I call it dick in the Darling, Taylor, I really fancy a dick in the mouth tonight. I'm trying to keep the class level up here. Oh. I don't want to make it sound like work. If you want to call it dick in the mouth, we can. Like, yeah. Job. Yeah. I was like, no one has ever paid me for the record. The whole cheek dick thing. Yes. So they were doing that. And I was like, I mean, what can come from this? Like, even if I was like, oh, that gesture is so sexy I must have you right now right. you've driven off best case so scenario so how can I have yeah. sex with you if you've left what? yeah so yeah yeah best case scenario that's gonna happen anyway yeah. so they beeped did the dick in mouth gesture I'm gonna sound really naive I didn't know guys did that gesture I thought we owned that gesture oh no I've never seen a guy do that <laughs> have you seen hey, guys do that yeah the UK is terrible I'm so it's sorry like, number one thing I, I lived in LA for a year last year and I was like I don't get beeped and screamed at from cars here. Well, to be fair, you are walking less because. <laughs> but, but basically, to be nice to, to LA. Yo, how about this smog? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I did not get harassed anywhere near as much as I did in London. Yeah. Um, so in Soho, these men drove past in their work van, did that the dick in mouth gesture. Because I'd be like, "What? You want a dick in your mouth? Like, sort that out yourself." Uh, and they're just yeah. It's very it's That's a very homoerotic like yeah. type of thing. It's often two men in their car. They're like egging yeah. each other on. It's never a man on his own. So yeah. anyway. So I was like, ugh, 
really like this was before I came to the realization that I should just be calm and whatever. So I was very angry. And uh, mm. so they went around the corner and I noticed there was traffic around the corner <laughs> and uh, they had stopped in traffic around the corner. <laughs> oh, so I chased, wow. I like ran around the corner, got my phone out and started videoing. Yeah. And uh, oh, wow. I won't mention the name of the company because I already uh, Instagrammed the video and tagged them in it. <laughs> They've disciplined the members of staff that did it. But I was like, the audacity to do it in a work. Like, they know who was on that shift. They know who was in that area. But they did handle it very well. They said, they said straight away. But I videoed the guys and I went up to the window and I was like, no. And he was just like, oh, oh, why are you filming me? And I was like, you violated my rights. So I am now videoing you. You had the confidence to do it when you knew I couldn't Uh defend myself. And now I can, Uh even if it's just with social media you d- you don't want to be seen uh-huh. maybe you don't do it next yeah. time and he learned a valuable lesson <gasps> which is wow. don't abuse women somewhere where traffic is bad yeah like, yeah uh, <laughs> I like, love people get stabbed and they're like see yeah. you sucker so funny <laughs> it's, it's so my favourite really still do it lads but um, just, just as a, a, a good anecdote for this my friend had a similar situation where someone in a van drove past her beeped and screamed at her and made an offensive gesture yeah. That van happened to be the building company that her father owned. So she said to her dad as a joke, oh "Oh God, guess what? Someone uh, beeped at me from one of the vans today. And he was like, at what time and where? He found out exactly Uh where it was, who it was, fired the man straight away. Because he was like, it's not just that you're my daughter. It's unfortunate that you were the boss's daughter because obviously I'm going to fire him. But I would fire him anyway because I don't want our reputation as builders. I don't want people in my company van to have that image beeping at women walking by on the street. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Trying to put my on my calming voice now for okay. everyone. So uh, that's such a cool story. Thank you for sharing that because that is literally like you no know. No worries, and let that be a warning to all you catcallers out there. <laughs> you <laughs> might who are definitely listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I love true crime, but I'm going to change my words. <laughs> Don't fuck with Megan Prescott Mm-mm. or any of us, or mm-hmm. the daughter of somebody that owns a company with them. Well, exactly. <laughs> Don't fuck with rich people or anyone. Just stop fucking with everyone. Just stop it. They might be. Rich. You don't know fucking <laughs> stop it. Okay, so onwards, everybody. Okay. Onwards, right. onwards, keep, onwards and upwards. Let's go, ladies. Keep We're quiet. solving crimes. We're changing right. the world. Changing the world. Cheers, mm. Je- Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers everybody. Cheers. I mean, it's great that it is fizzles red wine right now. Okay. Only before the podcast. <laughs> I did it before, and no one's the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I brought you all here for a very good reason. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about a very important crime case. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to be too cluedo about this case, but this is about a murder which takes place <laughs> in a study. Ooh! Ooh. By Pre- Colonel Mustard. <laughs> it could be, it could be. But, Ooh. now, the murder weapon is an axe, which is not an official cluedo. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> weapon. We're, obviously, if it was Cluedo, it would be candlestick, dagger, lead pipe, revolver, mm-hmm. rope, mm-hmm. spanner, as we all know. We will get to this right at the very end of this case, okay. but this case involves some of the creepiest last words that I have <gasps> ever. Oh, so exciting! So don't let me forget if we run out of time, we have to get back to that. Okay. What year do we think this is based solely on the fact that we 1938. have a... A study. Yes, exactly. Oh, as very rich people. We have a satisfyingly yeah. Cluedo study. 
that's well i don't know the years very well i don't i know the victorian era and that's really i don't even know what age that was in so someone else guess please okay so we've got 1938 no i'm do you know we've got victorian yes that's 1901 well you're dissing 1757 Okay. Well, I, I I work from home and I feel like every every room <laughs> that, in my that's house. Helpful. I mean, guys, I'm just bragging. I'm very successful. But the point is, <laughs> I, I I work. Every room in my house is a study, right? Like my bathroom okay. is a study. Well, I where, do you, where do you have a laptop? I work. Yeah, wherever you have a, work, oh, a I laptop. Get great, you think this is a trick question, done. Hannah George? Uh-huh. I think. When I'm not sure in the bath, the scene's gonna go, you put the little desk by the bath. Yeah. I think it might be 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we have 2018. It is, of course, 2019. We have 1938, and then what did you change? 1901. 1901, and then we have the whole of 1757. Oh, 1757. Yes. Okay, Taylor, both of your stupid guesses are correct. Well done, Sergeant. Oh my God, I'm back in eighth grade again. You should have stuck with your first one. Oh, I know, always. Okay, because this is 1940. And you were two years out, so you were the closest. God, I will never correct myself again. (laughs) <laughs> so also actually that is very good advice because our intuitive brains are better than our logical brains okay, and we are, read, we are reading stuff all the time that mm. our logical brains then dismiss because we don't want to be rude to each other listen to your animal brains people yes. I'm reading a book it was a very big hit on Oprah and I will when I'm sober discuss this in a better manner <laughs> okay now that's good <laughs> okay so this is the 20th of August 1940 now ooh it's hot it is hot. Depends actually. where it is. I was going to say, have we discussed what country we're in yet? Oh. We will get to that. But study, I feel. Don't like even tell me this is the southern hemisphere. I, I don't want to give too much away, but it is hot. Okay. It's a study. Um, it's now listen. Two people are in a study. Okay. One of them is a murderer. <laughs> One of them is a victim. Mm-hmm. That 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 checks out. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know that's where they went wrong. <laughs> now. Wait a minute. To pull off this big murder, one of them is showing the other one a document. Or should I say pretending to show the other one a document? Because treachery is afoot. Um, Now, the one looking at the document is about to be struck from behind, obviously. In the head with this ice axe. What's an ice axe? It's like like an ice ice pick. pick. Oh, I thought it was like some kind of apple product. (laughs) (laughs) The new ice axe. I have the ice axe. Oh my god! I have the ice axe eleven. <laughs> okay, ice axe. Oh god, I've had ice axe. Okay, ice axe. All oh, my ice axe are killing me. <laughs> ice axe. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Now, what gender do we think the victim is? What gender do we think the perpetrator is? The victim is male, and the murderer is male. Okay, very good, Taylor. Any advance on this? I, could I have think just the said victim- both men. <laughs> Would have been quicker. I think the victim is a man and the perpetrator is a female. Okay, mm. lovely. I feel like it's both men because I feel like the ice axe is to the back, <laughs> it's, to the back it's of masculine. the head. masculine. I just feel like it's very violent and I feel like women <laughs> of that era or era, if you will, I'm more like, I'm going to pop something in his tea. Oh, so I'm not being funny, okay. but wouldn't you be suspicious if someone followed you with an ice axe? <laughs> <laughs> what, You're like, holding an ice axe. Hey, what, what's that? Let me just sign this important document. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with her holding an ice axe. <laughs> okay, do you know what? I love, this is my nail file. I love everybody's answers. 
they're all perfectly valid. I'm going to give you a little bit more information just in case you want to change your answers before the final reveal. Go okay. on. Ooh, are they snakes? They're not um, even human. Now, <laughs> listen. This murder does not go 100% to plan. Oh, no. Now, the blow to the back of the head, although ultimately fatal, does not kill the victim straight away. Oh, no, away. it's just sticking out. And they fight back, so it's a slightly botched job. Oh, wow. They fight they fight back. They fight back. With the Isaac. Would anyone like to change their they fight back. choice of gender for either party? Nope, I'm sticking with two dudes. Two dudes? They fight back. Two dudes, I one Isaac. What a film. <laughs> I'm still going to stick with mine. Victim, male. Because obviously, like, men are unfortunately predominantly stronger than women okay but with an ice axe in the back of your head probably like less able to defend okay. yourself so ma- yeah. maybe okay. maybe okay. that's like angry grizzly mm. Mm. with mm. the trank dart yeah yeah, yeah. Situation. Uh-huh. yeah. so I'm thinking perpetrator still a woman okay cool I'm sticking by two men I think okay everybody's sticking very good okay because I just thought like some you know sexist people might think botch job oh it's a woman because like uh, no a woman has a bad no. gig woman murderer has a bad gig <laughs> oh god they all, can't do anything we're all right. shit at murder fuck's sake just it's all oh, all of us did it but anyway <laughs> can't even murder people properly but we can uh, but luckily for us chicks it is two dudes two dudes and they were shit at doing this Great. Um, you know why? Because no woman is going to be like, yeah, I'll turn my back to you and read a document. Mm-hmm. Come on. We've all been very much alerted. We can't even jog. We're not going to look at a fucking document. Yeah. Uh, the victim of this crime is a famous historical figure. Ooh. And we have all learned about this person at school. Oh, my God. Okay. So- <laughs> Whoa, can There's I just say, this, this is the first time we've ever had an echo on Drunk Women. <laughs> But you guys budget cuts. So now, like, wait, we may you said not this from the 40s. When yeah. was the plague? Wait. Uh, <laughs> way before Because I'm then. thinking of the only historical person that was probably in a study in that <laughs> Yes, uh, uh, a little bit. I don't think he got murdered by an axe. I think we would have heard it. Okay, spoiler: it's not Samuel Pepys. Oh, for fuck's sake! Know, oh, well, that's my historical knowledge. We guys. know the murder victim. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And does this happen in England, or are we coming to that? I am we don't know. That. In the forties, we said nineteen forty. Two men. We know of the victim. Very famous victim. Wow. It's hard, man, because if it's in England, okay, we're in the 40s, we're in the war. Like, who was, you know, who was famous in the 40s? Was it, uh, can you give us a clue? Okay. This is a politically motivated assassin. Oh, okay. When did Churchill come in? Because I feel like he wasn't at the beginning of the war. I feel like he I feel like it's about the time to tell you all that I took geography and not history. (laughs) (laughs) My I'm just American. <laughs> so, like, but was it the guy okay. before? No, we'd have known about it if he was murdered on okay. the pick. Right, the thing is. Churchill. No, not Churchill, the guy before. The guy Chamberlain, before. you're talking Chamberlain. about. I'm talking about Chamberlain. You guys, the trouble. The our producer, trouble, it's got too much for our producer. The trouble with living in the UK is that we don't even know what fucking Northern Ireland is, let alone okay. what anything else is. Okay. Our country is deliberately keeping us stupid at This school. is in Northern Ireland. But, no, it's not, sorry. Oh. That was just another mislead. I'm just saying we don't even know what Northern Ireland is, and that's well, right next to us. Right. right. This, the location of this murder is Mexico City. Oh. Ooh. But do not let that confuse you either, because none of the people are from Mexico City. That's mm-hmm. just where they went to. Okay. Uh, because of exile. 
Oh, wow. Okay. All right, would anyone like to take a guess of the name of the murderer? Um, uh, sorry, the name of the victim. It, like, how famous? Has there ever been a TV show made after him? Because otherwise I probably don't know him. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he's... Oh, a... sorry. No, Go on. Please, please. I don't know. I'm thinking a bad guy that was probably American. If he was in Mexico, maybe he went oh, from really? American. He's in Mexico City. Already. Is this to do with, like, um, is he like a crime guy, boss? I mean, depends who you Was it ask. one of the, like, the Rat Pack or something? Was it, like, Sinatra? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know Sinatra wasn't murdered. Uh, is it, like, a music guy? I'm going to give you a clue, and then I'm going to have to really move this forward. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on. I'm just not... It is politically motivated. Uh-huh. Sinatra. Yeah, Political <laughs> fractions. <clears throat> Political fractions? Yeah. So, like... Factions? Some, Factions. People, some people think we should share everything. Some people think that rich people should own everything. Oh, communist dude. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, who's Shave Guevara? What did he do? It's uh You're close, come on. It's not Shea Guevara? No. I it's think. not Shea Guevara. I don't know um, what he did. <laughs> it's uh not Karl Marx. It's uh Okay, this is the story of the murder of Leon Trotsky. A Trotsky! Oh, I mean, yes, of course. Of course, but it's by Trotsky. the way, was never going to get there. Um, Who the fuck is if Trotsky? That is even his real name, and Jesus. no, it is not his real name. I've heard his name, and it's definitely what I say when I have the runs. <laughs> <laughs> his real name is Lev Davidovich Bronstein, but he went by Leon Trotsky or Trotsky. His, his real name was Bronstein. Yeah. Wow. Now, as we know, Leon Trotsky was a Russian revolutionary Marxist. Marxist theorist and Soviet politician whose particular strain of Marxist thought is known as Trotskyism. So, mm-hmm. you know, Marx was involved. <laughs> yeah, from the previous century. But yeah. Yes, I know. Okay, question. Know. So it's not Does... Sinatra. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Does sake. anyone know the name of the murderer? I'm going to just assume no. Because we why... didn't even know Trotsky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it was Harum <laughs> Mishana. Okay. So listen. Okay. The murderer is called Raymond Mercado, or is he? No, he is not. That's one of his names. Um, now, it's 1940. Trotsky has been exiled from the Soviet Union after losing power um, in the struggle against Stalin's rise to authority. He is living in exile in Mexico, having been sentenced to death as an enemy of the people in his home ca- country, Russia. Wow. Now, Raymond Mercado has the axe hidden inside his suit jacket suspended by a string. He has what in his suit? a lot of effort. <laughs> he has suspended, suspended by a string. The ice axe. Oh, the ice axe. An ice axe suspended by a string inside his jacket. I yeah. mean, you have not been fitted properly no. if that fits in your suit. I know, right? So he got him to sign some kind of document. Is that a pickaxe pick in your suit yes. or are you just excited to murder me? <laughs> Makada later testified at his trial. I laid my raincoat on the table in such a way as to be able to remove the ice axe which was in the pocket. I decided not to miss the wonderful opportunity that presented itself. The moment Trotsky began reading the article, he gave me my chance. I took out the ice axe from the raincoat, gripped it in my hand, and with my eyes closed, dealt him a terrible blow on the head. Yes, Taylor. I have a question. My arm is up. (laughs) Who is this a hired hit? Yes. Okay. Oh. We're, we're, we're absolutely getting to that. Yes. So who it is. hired Ramon? Well, that's not easy. Enemies of the people. Enemies. Of I the mean, people. enemies of him. Yeah. The people's friends. Yeah. Officially, I'm going to do a tiny bit more gruesome stuff about the murder, and then I will answer Ooh. your question yeah, properly. Go on. The blow failed to kill Trotsky, as I have said. I don't want to. 
go on clickbait about this, but what have a next will amaze you? <laughs> Specifically, what did Trotsky do? I've kind of told you this. Well, you Wait, said Trotsky he... is the guy who got killed, right? Yeah. You said he fought back, yes, but he where fought was back. the axe embedded? Like in his shoulder? Yeah. Okay, so this axe is embedded. In his ass? Um, Please say his ass. Terrible <laughs> aim if this it's in his axe ass. is embedded two and three quarter inches into his skull. <gasps> Whoa! And he fought back. Oh! Um, he nice was fatally one, wounded to the right. Yeah. He was fatally wounded to the head with an axe, and he got back up and grappled with Makada. Oh! Um, That's kind of hot. Mm. He, like um, I want a guy that can take an axe in the head axe and to the still, brain. I need you yeah. to take an axe to the brain. Okay. Still make love to me. <laughs> okay. Wait, is that what happened? <laughs> you die. I mean, depend- the only people that will date me have had next to the brain. <laughs> Depending on how you view this, okay. So apparently Trotsky spat on Makada and began struggling fiercely with him, which resulted in Makada's hand being broken. Oh, so Trotsky he broke his hand. Yeah, he took an axe to the head and then yeah. broke this guy's hand. Wow. wow. Uh, now, the noise of the commotion attracted attention. Question, who heard the noise and bustled into the room? Oh, was it Lennon? <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Any was other it the housemaid? I imagine this is a big house if it's it had a, a study. House. So I'm imagining like a housemaid came okay. to uh, aid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any other guesses? Uh, was it maybe uh, Mrs. Trotsky? I don't oh. know enough about Trotsky. These are all great guesses. You were all incorrect. Great. Um, it was Trotsky's guards. And they were on Trotsky's side. Well, they were doing a shitty job of yeah, just well axed in the head. Yeah. And you're like, well. oh, wait, 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 do we need to help? <laughs> you. Yeah, like, what were they thinking? Like, that guy has a huge suit. I guess it's like a Talking Heads <laughs> video or something. Why are we not bag searching? Before- <laughs> we will get to all of how he foiled the guards. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, they're pretty terrible guards. Otherwise... Uh, now, so here an ice axe is small, though. I mean, like it isn't. Yeah, it it isn't a giant string in his pocket. Not yeah. the ice axe eleven. That is huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But the resolution on the camera is okay. Like, so when you take pictures of ice, these guys, these bodyguards came into the room and they nearly killed Makada by beating him nearly to death. But oh, wow! Trotsky stopped them. And he said, with difficulty... Uh, with that, yes, I imagine so. So this is all with an axe in his head. Yeah. Three quarters oh. into his head. I can't believe I don't even know about this. This I is know. sad. I feel bad. Oh, um, he man. said that the assassin should be made to answer questions. And Trotsky was then taken to a hospital, operated on, and survived for more than a day. Whoa. Whoa. Question, how long do you think he survived? More than, more a, than day. a day. <laughs> You guys are so good at this. It's so funny. <laughs> right, that's how, why that song was written. More than a day. More than a day, how Trotsky. Much, how much longer than a day do you think he survived? What Four did he days. achieve in the time between when he got axed and when he died? Did he write Very a little. Very little. Oh. Okay. Four days. 48 Four days. hours. I love the idea that you say they survived for more than a day. 40 years later, they died. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess that's more yeah. than a day. Okay, we got Four 48 days. hours. We've got, what was the other one? Four days. Four days, 48 hours. 24 hours. Okay, Hannah More is than the... a day, though. Hannah oh. is the closest. 28 hours. 26. <laughs> Where's that? I was being very rude to Megan, I apologise. I put two fingers up at her and I, I went... blew a raspberry. Because <laughs> right. I'm an Was adult. it 28 hours? All right, you juvenile motherfuckers. It was 26 <laughs> hours. Yes. Oh! 
I was the closest. Yeah. After you told me the answer. Well, she said 24. I said 24. She oh, was no very one's rude like- about it, but she said 24. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Trotsky died 26 hours later, age 60. Oh, he was fucking 60 and he broke someone's hand. No, Trotsky was 60. Wow. Yeah, he broke someone's hand with an axe in his head and he died age 60, 26 Mm. hours later. Now, Mercado... And they do like cross-country skiing. I will. They look after themselves. The Soviets. Yeah. They're very keto. So, uh, (laughs) now Mercado has some accomplices. Co-conspirator getaway drivers waiting outside for him to drive him away after the deed was done. Question... Do you think they waited a bit and then drove off or came in to look for him when he didn't appear? Because obviously this is a botch job. Mm. I've never heard of a getaway driver like coming in. No, they're not that committed to the... I mean, really, their job is... They're about getting away. That would be like your Uber driver, like, ding dong. Like, let's (laughs) be late for your Uber. Mm. Uh, Pardon me. (laughs) (laughs) Drunk women solving crime. Um, I think they fucked off and, and didn't care. Okay. Any thoughts yeah. of that? Everyone's agreed? Correct. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay. Uh, they drove off very much the Pirates Code from Pirates of the Caribbean. We've all enjoyed that. Um, if you fall behind, you stay behind. Is right. that the Pirates Code? Yes. Okay, I've learned something. <laughs> um, and I learned that from Johnny Depp. Yeah. Right, anyway. You know what I learned that from? 5K charity runs. Uh-huh. <laughs> just left behind. That's better. That's better. Didn't, that's better than what didn't I raise any money. There's still office. cancer because of me. So right. I can't run. <laughs> you <laughs> fell over. You tried. <laughs> and that's the most important thing. So now, he got left behind. He got left behind. Mm. So we have one dead Trotsky and we have one left behind nearly dead Makada captured. It nearly dead. From what? They beat, they they beat the shit out oh, of him. Oh, they captured him and they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, question... What do we think happened to Mikado once Trotsky was dead? Uh, the guard or whoever was the co- when we t- tortured him to get information tortured, about where he yes. like what who he's working for. Yeah. Very good, very yeah. good. Okay, um, now I will tell you if you're correct in a moment. But first, let's get a bit more background on Mikado. Who was he? So he—that's not his real name. 
Um, oh, it's not. No, he okay. had loads of names. He's a little motherfucker. Okay, Ooh. so he was born. Just a hitman trying to earn his living. No, no. he was a very dedicated man oh. to the cause. Okay. But okay, so he was born Jamie Raymond Mercada Del Rio. Okay. So it kind of was his name. Bianca Del. Rio. Sorry, Bianca. Del Rio. Just thinking of Drag Race. <laughs> Do you think that's what she's named after? Bianca Del Rio is clearly named after Mercado Del Rio. Absolutely. Did he sashay away? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He was born in 1913 and he was a Spanish communist and an NKVD agent. Now, he was born in Barcelona but grew up in France with his mother after his parents divorced. His mother was called Eustace. Right, I'm going to mispronounce this, but it's important. I'm not just bullshitting. Like, she comes up a lot. Okay, right. so she is Eustaquia Maria Caridad del Rio Hernandez. But she went by Caridad. So let's Carrie. Just, okay. I'm sure that's mispronounced, but let's just call her Caridad from now on. Okay. Fine. Okay, now she was an ardent communist who fought in the Spanish Civil War and served in the Soviet International Underground. Question... Would it be fair to say that Makada's mother's politics was an influence on him? Yeah. Of course. Yes. 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 100% correct. We're so smart. <laughs> guys. By the way, guys, it. my mum used to be a member of the Communist Party. Really? And, um, and it's really affected. No, it's not. You're yeah, not getting really an American was... visa. You know what? <laughs> my mum was a member of the Communist Party and then had to go to America in the 70s. Did she get let in? Born. Yeah. Um, Jesus. But like, oh, I nearly Jesus. didn't get let in. Yeah, well, it's crazy. It, they don't stamp that on your passport. No, least. my I mean, auntie it's... was really cross with her and said, but my mum was a member of the Communist Party because she felt like the government at the time wasn't doing enough to help the World yeah, War II sure. veterans. Oh. It's all about that. Anyway, mm. then she became a Democrat. Anyway, we don't need to hear about this. <laughs> so she was really cared about vets, guys. So anyway. Well, um, in principle, it's just the irony is that it creates like this two-way hierarchy never mind oligarchs i what no it's true there's a lot of flaws yeah now i have nothing in common with this guy apart from my mother issues (laughs) 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 so as a young man Mercado embraced communism working for leftist organizations in spain during the mid-1930s and he was briefly imprisoned for his activities but he was released in 1936 when he left when the left-wing popular front coalition Won the elections of that year, blah, 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 Spanish Civil War, blah, 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 KGB, blah, 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 Moscow, Soviet agent. But basically, there is no dramatic story or a terrible thing that happened to him. He was kind of just all in from the beginning. Mm-hmm, he was like mm-hmm. in it with his mum. She trained him up. Communist mama's boy. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I get it. I get it. That is what this is. I get it. Is. I'll fight for the cause because I want to impress you. Exactly. I right. can only win your love through political action. 100%. I've seen it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, exactly. Now, question. Had there ever been previous attempts on Trotsky's life? Oh, there must have been. Now, have we established what Trotsky did? I mean, he's, he's left. Le- oh, sorry. No, no. So, Trotsky was a Marxist, communist guy, and he was a rival of Stalin's. So, so Mercado was, was also a communist? Yes. So, why didn't he like him? Different because brand. there were different, different brand? communist yeah, fractions. Mm. Yeah. Factions. It's a lot like the Labour Party. Isn't it factions? Today. Factions. I like it's factions. Okay. I like fractions too. I'm drunk. Nothing I say <laughs> doesn't matter. So you um, said, were there any attempts on his on life? On Trotsky's before? life, yes. 
Probably, right? Yeah. Is it, yeah. The guy's in exile. Like, shit has gone yes. down yeah. before. I imagine so. Yeah. Are correct. Yeah. Several. Um, there was an armed attack against his house, which was mounted by allegedly Soviet-recruited locals, including Marxist-Leninist, blah, blah, blah. And then there was another armed attack. So there's basically all these armed attacks, and then all of these armed attacks were not working. And then they were like, do you know what? Should we try something other than an armed attack? And then they were like, yes. Because it's clearly bulletproof, so let's yeah. try an axe. Guys, <laughs> I have an idea. Now, bear with me. <laughs> This is how like ads get pitched and then yeah. shitty ads end 100%. up like 100% ice axe. Just no, just hang on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. What if really we... sharp? It can fit in my suit. <laughs> I'll get it in his head. <laughs> Nobody's going to fight back. He's 60. 100%. So it's hot. They came up with something else. Now, fun fact the team assembled to lead this non armed attack like outside the box kind of attack on, on this guy and now included Makada and his mother Caridad oh, oh the hit was on his mum too well no no they're in the same team attempting to kill this guy um she's like the mum is he yeah. she's the assassin's the hitman's mother so is this like this whole thing is like bring your mum to work day? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's bring your son to work. But it it's sounds like, like she would I'm have done a scared. better job. But she's like, I'm gonna let you do this one. But if you fuck this up, yeah. Ramon. It's like I think let's just all agree that it's nice when parents and kids have the same interests because it's like, do you want to watch Finding Nemo again, or do you want to kill a communist mm. together? You hey. guys. Bonding, bonding. This. bonding. It's mm-hmm. bonding. Yeah. The family that hits together stays shits together. together. Shits together. Probably <laughs> it's very sits stressful. together is sits less together. We can yeah. do that. Time, time. Okay, sticks, sticks together. But also, you know, is it nepotism? Mummy's pulling the strings. Ah. So now, question. Hey, who books that hit? <laughs> <laughs> who do I have to fuck to no. Um Now, question: Who did Makada ingratiate himself with? In the Trotsky household. So one of the guards, I guess. The excellent guest. The butler who opens the door. The maid. I'm convinced the maid is involved in some description. Excellent guest. Yeah. Any further apart? Is it like his mum? Excellent guest. Now, Megan is the closest. (gasps) Okay, so there is a lover. Uh, No, it's not um, a maid, but Sylvia... Adelof, I'm not going to say this right, but she has access to the Coyote house. Now, mm-hmm. I feel, having researched this case, <laughs> that Sylvie is um, quite a big part of why and how this plan works. But amazingly, she does not have her own Wikipedia page. Oh, what? shocking. The woman no. that was in charge didn't get any credit? Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> now, I wrote a whole paragraph about how annoyed I am about that and mm-hmm. sexism, but I'm going to just skip Okay, don't worry, it. don't worry. We, we covered it. We but, covered like, it. We, can, we can talk about this later. Mm-hmm. After digging from what I could find out about her, also written by men, because men are just dicks. Anyway, she's this very intellectual person mm-hmm. he seduces her because she's a prime target for like what he wants to do um he seduced her on purpose is that why yes okay. she's like it's like a honey trap kind of okay. thing but okay. he's the honey trap now oh. he purposely seduced her with mm-hmm. the long game of gaining access to this particular house and i think that's when you have to think to yourself am i too close to my mum <laughs> i mean <laughs> Time to cut the umbilical cord, I think. <laughs> the umbilical cord. Is she choosing who I seduce? Mm. 
it might be a bit weird. Am I comfortable with that? Mm-hmm. Now, my cut to therapy session with Ramon yeah. and his therapist. Exactly. So, so now, Makada basically honey traps to Sylvia in Paris back in 1938, and he became a student at the Sorbonne. Uh, she's there now. She's a young Jewish American intellectual from Brooklyn, um, and she's and New York, and she's a confidant of Trotsky in Paris. Uh, now, Mercado goes through a few aliases. He goes through Jacques Monad, supposedly the son of a Belgian diplomat. And then he goes through Frank Jackson under the guidance of the NKVD. Mm-hmm. He befriends her. Um, now, obviously, she's going to notice him changing his fucking name all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so when he follows her to Brooklyn, not at all creepy, in 1939, he suddenly has a passport that says he's in a Canadian called Frank Jackson. Nothing suspicious there. Fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Uh, Because women aren't allowed to question stuff because that makes us look unattractive. No, no, no. Uh, Now, question. What does he tell her the reason is that he suddenly got a whole different fucking name? Some bitch is obsessed with him. And to escape her, he's had to create a whole different identity. That is a fantastic guess. I'm a stage actor. Uh Uh-huh. That's a fantastic guess. Method, method stage actor. Sometimes I think, like, someone could say to me, like, the whole time, like, Taylor could be like, my name is Katie, and I'd be like, I thought it was Taylor the whole time, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably Katie. So I think maybe he played on, he, um, what's it called? Gaslighting. Gaslighting. Gaslight Gaslight and was like, my name, of course my name is the name I've already forgotten. With the yeah. Back then it was called Ice Axing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Do you know what? These are, these are all very good guesses. Now, the correct answer is, Mercado told Agilov that he had purchased forged documents to avoid military service. Oh, that's it. That Okay. Like and I bet he spun people. it in the... Like, I could not bear to leave you to go to the military, so, babe, I love you so much, and this is why I've done this. Yeah. Um, I bet he did. Look at my six-pack. You want, yeah. the, you want this to get uh-huh. shot? Yeah, no. look at me do press-ups. No. I'm Frank mm. Jackson, Canadian. She gets described by all these male historians as a pawn, and I think that's... Unfair and a bit patronising. One of the things I read about her said that she was bookish, bespectacled and Jewish. Bookish, the woman word for clever. Uh (laughs) Ugly and bookish. I know, right? A smart woman. No need for men. She was cleverer than You literate whore. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Now, they also said that she was swept off her feet by a handsome, mysterious aristocrat. An aristocrat? It's okay. It's what like an aristocrat. Com- it's a fruit. It's like a kumquat. <laughs> it's okay. I've gone from white wine to red wine. And, <laughs> and there's just, no rhyme for that. It like, just, it's very make you feel fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just makes for loads of cues that didn't need to be there. White quack, before quack, red. Quack. I'm off my head. Red before white. This is a long night. End of the night. <laughs> <laughs> she was swept off her feet by this handsome, mysterious aristocrat. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> and she fell in love. And because she was so in love, she missed clue after clue after clue. Oh, and she turned a blind eye I've because she that. wanted to believe, right? Mm, that yeah. this romance was real. Mm. This is a bit what we like, you mm. know, fucking liability with our socially enforced lack Stupid of. Stupid fucking bitches. Stupid <laughs> fucking bitches. Not allowed Can't to. Can't be trusted. Not, don't let them loose with the books. Don't <laughs> let them loose with the books. Not allowed to have confidence in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Can't question anything. Mm. Now, so it's October 1939. Mercado moved to Mexico City and persuaded Agilov to join him there. 
Now, Leon Trotsky was living with his family in... I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Koyakan? Koyasan. Koyasan. Oh, it probably is Koyasan. Oh, so cultured. Koyasan. Koyasan. Ben, a village on the southern fringes of Mexico. <laughs> now, he uses his tricked lover to begin to meet with Trotsky, posing as a sympathiser to his ideas, befriending his guards and doing small favours. Now, I don't know what these small favours would be. Oh. I assume tweeting Wait. about each other's podcasts. Oh. I, just, I just don't know. Now... Um, you promote my communism. I'll promote your commun. We're a yeah. big fan of your communism. Yeah, I've got more listeners, but like, <laughs> I would do the same for you. So, question now: Can you guess who one of the co-conspirator getaway drivers was? His mom. Yes. Oh, oh she's in. She's Mama's in. Mama's fucking boy. Mama, Whoa, and she just Mama's drove off. Uh huh. Fuck. Seriously, the, the amount of times I, as a teenager that I've had to get my mum to just pick me up from parties and stuff, she has literally been my getaway driver so mm-hmm. many times that I'm kind of, I'm here for this. I'm Look, here. A for... good mother does what she needs to do. But she yeah. never abandoned you when you were late. <laughs> <laughs> and being attacked by guards. Yeah. yeah. Your mum is just like a really good mum, Hannah. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's great. She's, she's kind of the best. She's kind of the best. Kind of the best. Okay, so... Wow, his mom's in the his car. His mother is one of the getaway drivers. you disappoint me one uh-huh. more time. Yes. Ooh. This is a very loaded getaway drive. Now, yes. So they're waiting outside the camp- <laughs> compound. I got set- the axe in there. <laughs> Please, mama, do you love me? <laughs> anyway, so we've got these cars trying Ooh. to do this getaway. Now, when he did not return, uh, they left and fled the country, obviously cold and you know what the thing what, is, including his mother yeah so he didn't it was a certain amount of time and he didn't appear so they just left wow and the thing is you know like sometimes they feel like i'm not a good mother <laughs> and i just think do you know what at the end of the day i've never tried to coerce my child into killing a communist dictator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when they failed just left them abandoned there to them. face exactly abandoned them can i ask and then how driven off. just give it time katie time, do we know i think it is 20 oh so like not okay he was born wait he was born in 1914 so like this is 1940 so actually what is he 26 30 36 Six. old is enough it? to not have to have his mum pick him up from yeah. parties <laughs> like that hasn't happened for years like yeah, yeah. waiting outside with the sandwich that's on him <laughs> that's on yeah yeah because he might be hungry anyway <laughs> now I just think we put so much pressure on ourselves as parents, but actually we're all better than her. I'm not convinced she's a bad parent yet. No, she's trying I'm to hold out judgment. She's trying to make him scrap. See what happens. He'll be scrappy. Look, you got to learn the le- you got to teach him the lessons the hard way. You got to let them make their own mistakes. If you don't slam the axe into someone's brain hard enough, you've got to. <laughs> You, right? you, you can't do <laughs> that like, for them. When they I let my daughter, do the yeah. themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. When I let my daughter go down the slide, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same. She thing. went down with an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people died. In case anyone was climbing up the fucking slide, because you know what? It's the wrong <laughs> it's, way. Go down. It's the wrong go way. Fucking down. Where are your parents anyway? Now we're back where we left it what happened to Mikado was Trotsky's guards turned Mikado over to the Mexican authorities and he refused to acknowledge his true identity he would only identify himself as Jacques Monard which is a whole other name was that one of his pseudonyms yes yes it was okay so many uh, so good question. use of pseudonym I, mean, I really like that word yeah. <laughs> 
so good. It's nice. Reminds me of pseudo creme. <laughs> when I had a pseudo creme fixes everything. It's, it's almost so. cream. It's fantastic. So it's pseudo cream. You can sponsor me whenever you're ready, pseudo cream. <laughs> That's another conversation. I use it for everything. This yeah. podcast is Question. sponsored by Pseudocrime. <laughs> I mean, it actually shouldn't be. It's true. It does a lot of stuff. Anyway, now, question. <laughs> what do you think Bacada told authorities his motivation to kill Trotsky was? Yes, He Megan. slept with his girl. Oh, Trotsky slept with the, the Sylvia, mm. the love interest. Mm. Because he doesn't want to tell them he's a communist, because that is like a, yeah, a whole he doesn't want to self defense. That dirty commie tried to attack me in his study. You could he okay. say he broke my hand first? He could have said that. That's, that's, that's very good. Yes. Yeah. If he okay. said anything else, he's kind of a dumbass. Yeah, that's a great okay. excuse. Two very good things, Hannah. Maybe like my mum said to do it. <laughs> nice, nice. I my thought, mo- that's what's happened. Here. My mum says I'm hot. Okay, so now he, I will tell you, he claimed to the police that he had wanted to marry Adjlov, but that Trotsky had forbidden the marriage. And he alleged, you were definitely the closest. He alleged that a violent quarrel with Trotsky had led to his wanting to murder Trotsky. He stated, instead of finding myself face to face with the political chief who was directing the struggle for libertarian of the working class, I found myself before a man who desired nothing more than to satisfy his needs and desires of vengeance out of hate and who did not utilize the worker struggle or anything more than a means of hiding his own Poultriness and despicable calculations. Poultriness? Yeah, poultriness. Yeah, I swear it that's like what it says. Chicken. I was going to say, <laughs> his chicken like nature, his true chicken like nature. True chicken like nature. It was Trotsky who destroyed my nature, my future, and all of my affections. He converted me to a man without a name, without country, into an instrument of Trotsky. I was in a blind alley. Trotsky crushed me in his hands as, as if I had been paper. Okay. Which I think makes him sound kind of guilty. I feel like he's projecting. He wanted to say that to his mother. (laughs) Interesting. Now, as a psychiatrist, I think you're probably right. Question. What sentence was given by the Mexican courts? To to Mercado? Yes. For attempted murder? Yes. Well, kind of murder. Hanging. Good good guess. Any advance on that? Yeah, I mean, I guess they found him guilty because... I mean, he, yeah, he obviously was I mean, He guilty. basically blurted it all out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'm trying to pretend I understand what side of politics okay. they were on in 1940. Yeah. I'm going to go with not guilty. Okay, okay. I will now tell you. Uh, the Mexican court sentenced him to 20 years in prison. Like okay. I said, oh, not wow. guilty. Uh, in 1940, <laughs> Jax Monard, in quotes, was convicted of murder and sentenced to 20 years in prison by the Sixth Criminal Court of Mexico. His true identity as Raymond Mercado was eventually confirmed by the Venora Project after the fall of the Soviet Union. Okay. Question, what happened to his in lucky in love, Sylvie Ajloff? Did she start a dance troupe? <laughs> Excellent guess. Called I mean, Sylvie and the. <gasps> Did she join forces with his mother? <gasps> Excellent guess. I don't want to give any more. I her. want that to happen, mm. so I'm going with what makes okay. it. Uh, now, Adjelov was arrested by the Mexican police as an accomplice, as oh. she had lived with Mercado on and off for about two years up to the time of the assassination. Charges against her were eventually dropped. Good. Fantastic. So she, she got off. She doesn't even Spot have free. her own Wikipedia page, guys. What happened to his mother? Great question. We're going to get to that. Okay. She's okay. founded Avon. <laughs> okay. 
she's an A1. <laughs> Everyone deserves makeup. If there's she's, one thing I've learned from the Communist Party, every a, woman should have rouge. I'm an Avon lady. Everybody gather around. I know no. how to go door to door. My nan really... <laughs> told me about how she used to be an Avon representative and she was so nervous for her first like knocking on the door and she was practicing in her head I'm your local Avon representative and she knocked on the door and the first thing she said was hello I'm your local Avon reptile (laughs) (laughs) I love your nan I would have bought everything I would have bought she she got fired because she decided that this one family <laughs> couldn't afford what they were ordering so she just didn't put their order in oh, the oh i love her wow. oh, and i don't really like reptiles but i really no, like yeah her. brief look into the life of my nan yes i would have totally bought lipstick from her she's like no she had a child to feed she couldn't afford mascara oh. <laughs> Wow. Okay. That, is, that is actually what my grand would have done. Going violently off topic, I'm sorry. No, but no, my, that is amazing. My, and the Avon reptile. <laughs> so much of it. We have a cream for my condition. Just imagining a reptile selling Avon. Do you suffer from scaly skin like me? <laughs> I love that human thing of like, I'm so nervous. If you rehearse it too much, you fuck it up the worst. <laughs> Your local Avon reptile. So she was an Avon representative, yes. Avon representative. Not even as good as your brand, Mm. I swear. Now, one of my favorite fun facts shortly after the assassination, Joseph Stalin presented Mokada's mother, Caridad, with a dick pic. (laughs) I mean, he wishes. Now, what they've called it. Everyone deserves to have a dick (laughs) Shortly after the assassination of Joseph Stalin, the mother was presented with the Order of Lenin for her part in the operation. Oh, good. So, oh, oh, wow. Tiger, mom. Some, some, yeah. some, some uh, consequences for the mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was rewarded. He's in prison for 20 years now. Oh, she was rewarded. I see. So the mother that drove the getaway car, leaving her son behind, got this great Order of Lenin. Hooray for her. Now, 20 years later, after he's been in prison, Mercado was released from Mexico City's Palacio de Lump. Anyway, he's released from prison. 6th of May 1960 you are a pronunciation masochist I am diagnosing you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank that's you the, choose the cases with the most difficult names okay so it's 1961 he's let out of prison now he moved to Havana, Cuba, where Fidel Castro's new communist government welcomed him. In 1961, Mercado moved to the Soviet Union and was subsequently presented with the country's highest decoration, Hero of the Soviet Union. Oh, wow. Personally by Alexander Sh- Shalapin, the head of the KGB. Now, he divided his time after that between Cuba and the Soviet Union for the rest of his life. Now, what does KGB stand for? It's like killers, but great. <laughs> Let's go with that. I'm too drunk to remember what it is. It's fine. Okay. Probably okay. Can't. okay. That's KBG. Oh, yeah. KGB. Killers. Oh, KGB. Great, but it's like this big fucking torture center in Russia. Okay. No, I know. And I, got the I can't remember what it fucking stands for, which it's is ridiculous. Kyrgyzstan, Bosnia. Burr. Okay, literally, I have two <laughs> things left to say, and then we can all fuck off. Now, fun fact, if a creepy fact, you can see the axe. 
Would you like to see the act? I want to see the act. It's in Washington, guys. The state or Washington, D.C.? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the same place? No, No, it's the same thing. It's Washington State and then Washington. Okay, I'll read the rest of this and you tell me which (laughs) one it is. Where is Bones set? Ooh, good question. <laughs> Fuck you, Taylor. Where is it set? I've never watched Bones. Okay, I don't know. never mind. It's no, it's I, I interned on Bones. It's either Washington <laughs> DC or Washington. It's probably I, DC. You okay, I should know. Really know. Okay, I can answer. It was filmed in Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Right, you guys. Washington DC. Okay. Right. Okay. The axe is currently on display at the International Spy Museum, Ooh. which recently Ooh. opened in Washington DC. I want to go International Spy so, Museum. Fans of axes will be yeah, excited go. to know. <laughs> so the Mexican Police Department kept the axe as evidence, later putting it on display. Basically, some chick slept with this axe under her bed for twenty years, and then they sold it, and then it went for this thing, and then in two thousand five, this museum got it. Also, under your pillow, are you expecting, like, the axe fairy to turn up? (laughs) (laughs) She just kept it. Okay, right. One hand. (laughs) Everybody, get ready. Raymond Mercada died in Havana in 1978 of lung cancer. He is buried under the name Raymond Ivanovich Lopez. Is that his name? No, it was Bernstein. He had a lot of names. Right, this is the important part. Okay. His last words are said to have been... I hear it always. I hear the scream. I know he's waiting for me on the other side. Ooh. Talking of, of um, Trotz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trotskovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I thought that was spooky. My deathbed words are going to be fantastic. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Okay, guys, it's time for <laughs> listener crimes. Ooh. Thank you. Okay, now I have a listener crime. It says, I was burgled while breastfeeding because I was in the middle of the long episode of Life on Mars and failed to notice. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say that breastfeeding is kind of like being burgled anyway. <laughs> I can't wait to breastfeed because my tits are going to be out 99%. <laughs> and the rage that I feel constantly, if anyone dares to question me that my breasts are out for life-giving purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I dare you I to know. question me. <laughs> I felt the exact same way and no one ever God, said anything. Like, I'd read these articles and I'm like, I am ready I can't wait for to, you to challenge slay me. you yep. and no one did. I guess I had it on it my face. Like, I, what I took <clears throat> from that is I'd love to have written a TV show that someone could be so engrossed in <gasps> they didn't notice they were being I, Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the dream. I listened to your episode with, was it Annika Rice? And she was like, I'm busy. Go away. I don't have time to be burgled right now. Yeah. It was, it was Annika Rice. Like, yeah, I can relate to you. Annika that was Rice. awesome. <laughs> we all need to just be much more like that. I get into the zone enough just by watching a TV show that I really like. But Without then you add breastfeeding. breastfeeding to it and like forgive yourself the thing is if it was me breastfeeding I'd be so busy crying because I was so shit at breastfeeding I'd be going am I being robbed I'm already crying I don't know you weren't you can't take anything more from me it's like is that tongue tie I'm bleeding a lot oh is my stuff being taken that sounds right Katie blame your baby not you it's not his fault (laughs) listen your baby's an asshole you on My poor fucking baby coming to this mad fucking woman that couldn't cope. (laughs) 
That's every great mother. Right? Yeah. It really is. Because it's the self-aware, I am insane. I know we veered, but guess what? This woman has already forgiven herself for this burglary, but she's beating herself for motherhood. So let's mother who's the child getaway driver. So you're doing all right. I haven't tried to convince any of them to kill any communists. I'm such (laughs) a good mother. What says a lot is that she doesn't even say what got stolen because when you have a baby that's breastfeeding, you're like, something's gone. (laughs) I don't know. Is it my self esteem? Is it my drive is it my, is it my vagina <laughs> the way i loved it before <laughs> is it is it the world's trust in me is it uh-huh. right too soon right katie no it's spot on spot on but yeah have you watched life on mars either of you no i, I know it. what it is but i didn't watch it as a thing i didn't, I didn't watch it uh, but i know it was a big thing yeah it's um, a big thing but i do like it's that i like sexist. being so engrossed sometimes i think that yeah. If I watch a TV show, like anything could have happened in my house. And tits I in a jumper. Know. They oh, said absolutely. tits in a jumper a lot. It's set in the 70s. Well, I had bed bugs for like 70s. three months and I didn't notice. Oh, <gasps> bed bugs, no. Jersey. Yeah, these breasts used to be mine because society <laughs> has taught me that these belong uh-huh. to me. Patriarchal. What are you doing well, with those? Mm-hmm. Oh, we We're go. probably not helping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But what if we are? I think. Am I right, Mike? I feel like we solved that crime. Oigans, Oigans, you have to look at each other, although so chips. Newborns are burglars. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Megan, what are you up to? Well, (laughs) a multitude of successful things. Um, So I'm currently developing a play about um, sex work and whether it is pro-feminist or not. I'm very much on the side of yes, because I worked as a sex worker, as in a stripper for a long time. And I'm very pro-sex work. Okay. Um, And I'm also writing a gym comedy based on bodybuilding, which is something I did for a long time. I am just about to start doing stand-up, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I've also started a recent satirical influencer posting uh, session on my Instagram. So uh, oh, tell us about your Instagram. Yeah. Where can we find you? Instagram, Twitter. Or I'm at Megatron. So it's M E G A R T R O N. Okay. And my Instagram page is Meg underscore Prescott, I think, or something like that. Just search <laughs> Meg and Prescott. You'll find it. Like, I don't know. Uh, but it's very funny. I'm very, I'm very funny. Uh, and uh, so more to come. More to come. More to come. Just experiencing life at the moment and just being really funny about it uh yeah well done drunk women solving crime is produced by amanda redman music by the lion and the wolf if you would like to you can follow us on drunk women pod on twitter on facebook and insta we are drunk women solving crime and please review us on apple podcast and also if you have a crime that you would like us to solve write it on a review on apple podcast as well thank you to acas and thank you for listening bye 